Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast with John and Hannah. Okay, so today we are going to be talking, when I say talking, I'm pretty much going to be having a bit of a moan about people quitting games. But we don't want this to be seen as a as an unconstructive attempt for just me to have a pop at people, because that's not what the podcast is about. What we're going to be trying to talk about is how you can tell people that, for whatever reason, you're going to have to leave or step out of a game. Okay, so before we start this episode, just a little disclaimer. This episode isn't designed to have a go at people who, for whatever reason, have to stop playing in uh, a long-running RPG game. We all understand that everyone has stuff going on in their normal lives. Sometimes schedules change. You start off a game with the best of intention. Things happen in life. That's just the nature of the beast. And sometimes you have to make the, the sort of painful decision to step away from a game. That's just what it is, really, isn't it? So, and you should definitely should not feel guilty about that because unless you're doing it for some like really spurious reason, that's a different matter. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about if someone's got like a legitimate reason for having to step away from a game. In which case, you certainly shouldn't feel guilty about it. But by the same token, there is a way that you can inform the group and the GM of the game that you're playing in a way that's going to cause least aggravation and disruption to the game. Because I'm assuming that despite the fact you've had to leave the game, you don't want to sort of burn the building down on your way out effectively. Obviously, those people who are in the rest of the group might carry on playing the game. So you want you want to leave on, on good terms, basically, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say in a sort of rambly way. So this is obviously because you've had this happen more than a few times. Oh, yeah. Every, every GM has been GM for more than a few years has had this. Especially if you game online, it tends to happen an awful lot. Okay. So, obviously, things do come up last minute. Oh, yeah, of course they do, yeah. yeah. When they don't come up last minute, what is a good way to tell the GM that you're not going to be at this one session? Okay, if if you're talking about not being at uh, just one session, obviously the first thing, and this will be applicable to whether you're stepping out of a game entirely or whether you can't go to the next session, first of all, apologise. Yeah, I mean, it might have happened because of circumstances out of your control, but obviously missing a player sort of last minute can be quite disruptive to a game. But just saying like, oh, I'm sorry about this, but things have happened can go a long way towards making the gym think, yeah, well, you know, that, that's not so much of a problem. Whereas if you just sort of abruptly go, I can't make next session, that 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 creates a whole different response, if you see what I mean. Um, and if, it, if something does come up last minute, obviously... If it's personal, you might not want to go into details and tell like the GM and the other players why you can't make it. But even if you just say, oh, some personal stuff has come up, I can't avoid it. Sorry about that. I'm not going to be able to make this week's session. That's going to get you a much better response because we've, we've all got lives going on. We all understand occasionally circumstances beyond your control happen and you can't do anything about it. So having that just that little bit of information is more likely to get you a more sympathetic response for the fact you can't make it but you should try and let your gm and the other players know as soon as you possibly know yourself so if you if you think like a couple of weeks in advance of the session oh there's a chance i'm not going to be able to make it even if you say to the gm and the other players i might be all right for the next session but just to let you know Something might be happening, so but I can't confirm until later on. At least the GM can then think, all right, I'm not going to put any heavy plots in for your character because you might not be able to make it. 
And, it, and like you say, it may not be possible all the time for you to say, oh, I've got two weeks' notice, I've got one week's notice. Maybe something legitimately did come up the day before and you've got like one day to tell them, but as soon as you know, you should let other people know. Fair enough. One other thing I would say is that if, you, if you're possibly aware of it, you may not be, but if you're aware of how long your absence from the game is likely to be, you should try and let people know about that as well. So if, if you're just missing one session, and you're like, I'm oh, sorry, I can't make next week's game, that, that's fine, then you can only miss it for a session. If you think maybe whatever it is is going to cause you to be absent for more than one session, even if you say to them, oh, I'm afraid I might have to miss the next couple of sessions, at least they know, and again, the GM, who obviously puts like a lot of work into getting the sessions ready and stuff like that, has some idea, and they can sort of prepare to take that into account. Whereas if, say, your character's like central in a plot that's ongoing at the moment, uh, I, I did this a few weeks ago where a player of mine was like, oh, I can't make it to the next session. And I was like, right, okay, well, I don't really want to carry on the main plot because that character's quite involved in it. But because I had a little bit of notice, I did like a little sort of like side mission with the other players and sort of took them off to do something. So we still got a game, we still all had enjoyment. But because I knew about it, I could prep for it and I could prepare for it. Whereas if you don't have that time and like you find it like maybe like half an hour before the session, it's a lot more difficult to prepare. So something that I tend to find happens with a lot of players is that it's not that they can't make the game, it's that they don't feel like doing that particular game. Yeah. And quite often I've found that like people are quite happy to sit in and listen on the game. Um, the last episode of Band of Blades. Yeah, I pretty much did this because I, I wasn't really feeling up to doing the game at the time. Yeah, and just to explain to anyone who's listening, um, Johannes is running a Band of Blades game for us at the moment. Now, last session, myself, Johannes, and Hannah had all had pretty long days at work. We're all like, we're all, none of us are sleeping particularly well. We're all sort of pretty tired. It's twenty twenty. Everybody knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but b- yeah. b- because because we all said to you, and it's like a bit in advance, oh, we're all feeling a bit tired. He was like, okay, do you know what? I'll have a bit of a lighter touch with that session. We maybe won't go, won't go so heavy into it. And as a result of that, we all still got a session. We all still had fun, but we didn't feel like we were dragging the session down because I know I was worried sort of in advance when we were talking about it. I was like, oh, if we're going into a really heavy roleplay session, I don't really feel I'm going to be at the top of my game roleplay-wise because I'm just too tired. Whereas because we had a slightly more sort of, not light-hearted, because obviously the, the setting of the game is sort of brutal like military fantasy, but because it was approached a, a little bit more lightly... Mm-hmm. and a little less roleplay intensive we we're all still able to have a good time still like move the game along and we still got to have a session which mm-hmm. i far preferred to just as i'm into go oh, we're all too tired let's cancel the session and not do anything absolutely and similarly uh my last session that i ran well actually it wasn't me running the game the last session of this the continuing star trek game yeah one of the players wasn't really up for playing Okay. Um, he'd not been at the previous session pretty much for the same reason. Uh, so his character wasn't involved in the story that we were currently doing. All right. And the GM says, oh, that's fine. Sit in, chat, give us a comment now and then if you want to. Don't disrupt the game. And if I need an NPC, I know you're there. See, I suppose the 
I suppose I have a slightly different sort of viewpoint on that because obviously a lot of my games I run, I stream on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So like people don't have to be in the actual game chat to be able to comment. They can like watch the Twitch. Mm-hmm. So if I was in that situation, I'd probably say, well, you know, if you don't feel like playing, you can still watch like the Twitch broadcast if you want. You can comment in there, but then there's no risk of like any game disruption. But as you say, there's certainly nothing wrong with saying, oh, well, you know, just, just sit in, but like keep in mind, obviously, you're not actually in the game, so you shouldn't be disrupting the game. And with that particular player, at the end of the session, myself and the guy who's currently GMing a story uh, stayed on and chatted with that guy briefly. And I get the feeling he's not really liking the particular style of my game. He wants to play a villain, and I like my Shiley Knight heroes yeah, yeah. for my like starfleet game um so we, we've sat and chatted about it a bit and concluded that oh actually i've got a really good villain coming up who i can make a dpc for him and therefore because we've like worked out what the problem with the game was for him found a way to fit him in still i mean th- th- that's a good example you're using there. basically what a lot of this comes down to is just having a, a frank and honest discussion between like the parties involved mm-hmm. in it so as I said at the start, if for whatever reason you can't make a game or you, you don't feel like you can play in a session, if you can sit down with like the other people involved and just say, oh, look, this is what's going on. I, I, I'm either happy to sit in or I can't make it at all. And you have that discussion... It's normally not really an issue because, I mean, I can only speak for myself personally, but part of my thing is, as a GM, if I get to a point and someone's just like comes up with some very vague sort of reason they can't play in a game anymore, I always sort of think, oh, you know, is it something I... Is it something I did wrong in the game, or are they maybe not enjoying the game, but they don't really want to like mm-hmm. hurt my feelings by telling me about it? You know what I mean? We'd much rather you tell us. Yeah, generally like, speaking, as GMs, we would much rather be told. Yeah, what's... If, if someone if someone said to me like, "Oh, I'm really not enjoying this this game that we're playing for whatever reason," mm-hmm. I, I would then say, "Right, well, let's." Let's sit down with the rest of the group. Let's have a, a discussion about it. And we'll either see if we can change the direction of the current game we're doing so that you enjoy it more and everyone else carries on enjoying it. And obviously, if they've got any problems, we can address that. Or if everyone agrees, maybe we'll look at running something else. But you, you ha- and all. It might result in that person going like, oh, well, everyone else wants to carry on playing the same sort of game, but I'm going to leave because it's not ready for me. In which case, again, fair enough. Cards are out on the table. Everyone knows about it. There's no misunderstanding. I would far rather have that than someone be like, oh, um, something's come up. I'm not about to do it anymore. Because then you don't know. And that might just be me being like a little bit paranoid. But I think as a GM, you tend to be very sort of self-reflective when it comes to this sort of thing. Because you're always looking for ways to run a better game. You're always like, oh, how can I make sure the players are having a good time? How can I make sure I'm having a good time as a GM? So it's natural to be quite self-critical of yourself. You know, like if you have a session where like maybe like people don't seem to be enjoying it as much, you tend to think, oh, well, what did I do wrong in that session? What, what can I do better for the next session? And obviously so someone stepping out of the game does make you wonder about those things. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if you have that discussion openly... All the cards are out on the table. It's all absolutely fine. 
and I think like a lot of the the sort of German advice thing that's pretty much what it's going to come down to if you as soon as you start thinking oh maybe I'm not enjoying this game or as soon as you know something's going to come up that is potentially going to stop me from playing in this game sit down have a discussion with your GM have a discussion with the other players try and reach some sort of resolution whatever that might be that's going to have minimal disruption to the game and is going to sort of accommodate everyone as best you are able i think that will be the main takeaway from this episode so have you got anything else you want to throw in about uh well i I know you've just done quite a nice wrap up but another thing that i think has come up here is that sometimes it's just like people's schedule keeping yes and as you pointed out, you send out reminders for your games a couple of days in advance. What, what Hannah's trying to say in a diplomatic way is players sort your fish out. <laughs> what, what Hannah was actually about to say was GMs, it is a really good idea to send these reminders out because if something major's come up in your life, yeah. you, your role-play game that you've got next week isn't the first thing on your no, mind. No, of course it's not, quite rightly so. So if you send out a reminder like this, just before you start planning your session, you'll get back from anybody who something like that's come up. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. And then you'll be able to plan your session accordingly. See, I, 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 it's weird because I both agree and disagree with that. Because because I, I, I do agree, like, as a GM, with all the modern tools we've got and whatever, there is literally no reason. And I do this for Facebook. I've got everyone in a Facebook group. When I finish one event, I set up an event for the next one. It'll be in the Facebook calendars. I send, like, a message, like, at the start of the week saying, oh, I've won, ready for the game on Friday or whatever. And there's no reason you cannot do that as a GM. But by the same token, if I'm a player in a game, I make sure that I know when the next session is. And I make sure I'm sorted out and organised appropriately. So whilst I think the GMs can send a reminder out, I think there's this sort of fallacy in in sort of some role-playing circles that it's like the GM's responsibility to handle everything. And I think players... That's not quite what No, I no, no I, I, know, I know it's not what you're getting it's at. but a I, balance. I, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is a balance. But there is this idea for some people that, like, oh, you know, you just turn up and play. The GM does everything else. Whereas uh, the way I look at it is we're all adults. You should be organising your own time. It's in the same way as like when I when I want to get up for work in the morning, I set my alarm, my alarm goes off, I get up. Maybe you set two, three alarms, whatever you need to get up. You don't rely on someone else to get you up because it's not their problem, it's your problem. And the same way with turning up for a game. The GM should set, should probably send reminders out, you know, just as a courtesy and whatever. But when push comes to shove, for you as the player, it's your responsibility to make sure you turn up. Or if you can't, you let people know. Something else to consider is lengthy campaigns that a GM's put a lot of work into and bowing out early on in those sort of campaigns. Yes. I know this is like one of the things that's frustrating you at the moment. How would you suggest going about that? I mean, I know you've had like a couple of campaigns where you're a few sessions in and then a couple of people have bowed out because of schedule changes or they're just yeah, not I mean, the game or whatever. I don't mind that so much with the early dropouts because I tend to like over-recruit for games. 
So like mm-hmm. if I'm like, oh, my optimum size of a group's four or five people, I'll recruit six or seven. Because in games, especially as I say in online games, you tend to get like at least one or two people dropping out. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, if I recruit six or seven, in the unlikely event all seven stayed for the length of the campaign, I can run with that, that's fine. Bit of a push, but I can run with it. Whereas what's more likely to happen is one, two, three people will drop out at some stage of the campaign, but I'll still have at least three mm-hmm. or four players left to carry on with. Whereas um, if you if you run a game as I'm doing at the minute, my vampire game, since we started out recruited for like, I think it was five or six, two people pretty much dropped out before the game started. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've, which sort of took us down to like four people. Then we've just had two more dropouts. So we've now only got two players in the game, which is fine. Um, I've got two very good players. And I'm happy to run a game with two players. That's not a problem. But you do have to bear in mind if you're going to run a longer game, maybe you're not always going to have that number of people to to work with now this is something else that's worked very well in the game that i'm running because we've got this whole troop thing with rolling characters and it it gets very complicated i'm sure we've talked about it previously but because we've got a lot of characters dropping in dropping out and because the settings been created to allow for people to drop in yeah yeah the game itself doesn't feel so much impact when we gain or lose a player I think that's fine, but it it only works for games that sort of suit that episodic Mm. style of game. So you're running a Star Trek game. Mm -hmm. Great. Obviously, Star Trek, quite episodic. Not to say you don't have overarching plots, but you have, like, discrete storylines. Whereas, like I say, something I'm running for, like, Vampire, it's supposed to be more of a sort of study of those characters and the sort of long-term effects of being a vampire. So this is something to bear in mind when you're signing up for a game. If you're not going to be able to keep a regular like turn up every week, yeah, maybe Vampire isn't the game for you. But there are other games out there that you can run that you can have a character drop in and a character drop out every week, and it doesn't affect the overall gameplay. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, if you if you sort of sign up to a game or like um, you express interest in a game and the GM's like oh, I'm going to be running this system and you say to them at the start I'm I'm interested in this but I can't guarantee I'll be able to play every week is that all right and the GM says yes then at least they know that from the start and they can plan accordingly so it's like I've run games where we've had players who can only turn up every now and again and I'll have like a few little plot things written for their character but I'll have them to one side and I'm like oh whenever they do turn up for a session I could throw a few of these little plot things in, but otherwise I'll sort of like leave them alone and I'll work the plots appropriately. Whereas if you don't know and someone's attendance suddenly starts dropping off, it becomes less easy to manage that, particularly in a sort of long-running campaign. So anything else you want to rant about for this? No. I think I've said it all. Players sort your issues out. So that's it for this episode of the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast. I hope you've got something out of my rants there. And thank you, Hannah, for bearing with me and smiling whilst I rant at the microphone. If you want to get in touch with us, tell us what you think about this subject, or just contact us in general, which we really do appreciate, you can leave us a voicemail message on SpeakPipe. There's a link in the show notes. Or you can send us an email. The address is rddrpgpodcast.com at gmail.com until we see you next time take care stay safe and keep gaming bye